Welcome to the Mind Mapping Show with Mind Mapping Specialist Michael Tipper, bringing you the right information right now to help you understand, use, and apply this amazing technique. Join us each week to discover gems to help you quickly and easily boost your creativity, stimulate your memory, and supercharge your thinking. It has never been easier to tap into even more of your brain's potential using this simple tool. Now, here is your host, the mind mapping maestro himself, Michael Tipper. Hi, this is Michael, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Mapping Show. Now, in this edition, I have an interview with a busy mother who juggles her hectic personal and professional lives with ease, and alongside having a very busy and demanding job and the responsibility of bringing up a young family, she's got three children all under six years old, she's also managing to write her first novel as well, all through the power of using mind mapping. And in this interview, she shares with us how she uses mind mapping to manage complex technical projects, as well as how she's using it to write her first blockbuster novel. When she uses mind mapping at work, sometimes her colleagues don't always get it, so she shares with us what she does if and when they don't. She also explains how she thinks mind mapping helps her get more out of her mind. And because she's a mother of young children, she shares her thoughts on how she is introducing them to this really powerful thinking tool. So enjoy the interview, and at the end, I'll pull out a few of the powerful points raised on the subject of mind mapping. So see you on the other side of the interview. Hi, this is Michael from Michael on Mind Mapping, and today's guest and what she has to say about how she uses mind mapping is going to be of interest to you if you're a technically minded professional person who wants to improve their abilities, or if you're a budding novelist wanting to write your bestseller, or Perhaps you are a working parent juggling the needs of work and home. Or perhaps like her, you are all three. So it's with great pleasure that I welcome Chiamaka Okafor to the call. Chiamaka, welcome. Thank you very much, Michael. Now, we've had a few challenges getting here tonight, and so I'm really delighted to be able to, to speak to you on a clear line. <laughs> and so let's, um, let's start by uh, um, uh, finding out a little bit about uh, uh, what, what you do and, and who you are. Uh, okay, Michael. Um, so basically, like you said, <laughs> um, quite a lot of things. First of all, um, a mom to uh, two princesses and um, a, a little boy, a Spider-Man, I like to call him. Um, I also work um, as a, a project manager stroke uh, process analyst in um, a telecommunication company here in the UK. And um, I've, I basically, I, what I basically do at my job is I do quite a lot of our, not just project management, managing, but improving processes using tools such as, uh, such as um, Lean um, improvement tools and Six Sigma. So basically looking at processes and trying to find ways to make them more efficient and, and save money. Um, and also, I'm working on my first novel officially because you know I've written something I've always wanted to do and um, I gave myself a challenge really to find time to do it and um, I'm currently working on finishing my first and I'll keep you updated. Oh fantastic so um, you're a, uh, a project manager in a technical environment and um, were you always drawn to the technical side of things? Um, yeah I, I think so um, you know I have my degrees in computer science and after that I did a master's in systems engineering with IT application um, so I've always been um, 
a bit technical minded. You know, I've I've kind of I've not I'm not a typically tech tech person. You know, I I I love to I, I love to look at business processes as well. I love to do things that interact with other people, so business relations. And I, I've just kind of tried to mold my career in such a way that I could um, basically marry both together and do both. So what sort of projects do you find yourself working on? Um, my projects can vary from you know, technical projects such as um, analyzing um, major problem incidents, so which are you know, things that would happen in the telecommunication such as when um, clients' um, phone lines go down or you know, they stop browsing. Um, so it can really be technical, like looking at such processes and, and trying to find ways to optimize um, customer experience, or it could be you know more business related like um, looking at core business processes such as you know uh, it could be like um, a custom a customer focused process like when a customer uh, calls in you know how would you treat the customer you know what are the different steps you have to go through to solve the customer issue so you know it's I my role is kind of like a consulting role and so I get so many things, different things thrown at me and it can really vary from very technical to not technical at all. Uh, and do you have a big project team working for you? Yeah, my, my team is, um, I'm part of a, a big team, uh, but my core team is about um, six people and we, we basically work together and we, you know, at, we've got different skills in my team, you know, from business analysts to, um, you know, just um, to, to Six Sigma professionals and to just um, typical project management office um, support skills. So you're, you're combining a lot of technical challenges there with um, a lot of uh, dealing with a lot of people and the, 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 the um, uh, pressures of business. So I, I, I imagine it's quite a complex, very busy, very demanding job that you have there. It is actually, it is. <laughs> And so, uh, not only that, as you say, you have uh, two princesses and a Spider-Man to look after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it 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 can, it, you know, as you probably know, um, it can be quite a lot to deal with. You know, working full time and and having, you know, running a family as well is basically like having two jobs. Um, but you know, it's just kind of trying to. A, a lot of people, I'm sure, in that situation is just trying to find a way to to get a balance, to find a balance. Mm. Um, you know, which kind of leads me to why I created my blog, which is consultantsmama.com. And what I was just trying to achieve from that blog is to um, talk about different ways that we could apply our everyday skills, whether they're skills that we would normally use in a work environment like business skills or whether they're just home skills, just trying to apply both skills in, in our different environments, so applying business skills at home and vice versa just to you know, um, optimize living really, live a better life and be the best that we can be. Uh, and that's where we found you, that's consultantmama.com and you said uh, uh, the strapline is to, to be the best me Yeah. Um, and, and write a novel as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where do you find the time? Um, you know what, Michael, um, 
the novel thing is, is something that I've always wanted to do when I just kind of told myself I will find time. And so what I do is because I commute to work and I use the train and it's about an hour, 40 minutes door to door. And, you know, whilst others read novels on the train, I, I'm writing one. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's basically my, my, yeah, my little niche for writing my novel. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Now, the, the reason why we're having this conversation today is because uh, on your blog you wrote about how you use mind mapping. And so what I want to do is find out in the context of the work that you do, the, the, the juggling of your, your family life with that work, the, uh, the fact that you're looking to, uh, you've got this blog as well and you're looking to write knowledge, how you, how you use mind mapping to do that. But first of all, what I'd like to do is find out how did you come across mind mapping in the first place? Where did you discover it? Oh, um, you know what? Um, my my manager and mentor at work actually introduced me to mind mapping. Um, he's such a brilliant uh, and technical-minded person and really focused. And you know, he told me that his secret is actually mind mapping. Um, it's 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 the first thing he does when he wants to think. And he's a he's a, a great thinker. He's always thinking. And and so he introduced me to that, and I started it. And it's such a powerful tool um you know and i i use it just the same way as well it's almost like the very first thing i use when i have an idea in my head or there's something i need to do um it's just a thinking tool it's a it's a it's a powerful thinking tool and, and that's what i use it for so what were your first thoughts when you when you first saw it when i first saw Yes, when you first saw my mapping, when you oh. first saw this sort of diagram, what, what was your initial reaction? You know what? I was like, um, what, how can this be that powerful? It's just a bunch of, you know, lines and words and colors, you know, and, 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 and uh, images. But, um, you know, as I looked at it a bit more, I saw that my brain was accepting it. It was friendly. It was exciting. It was interesting. Um, and that, I think that's where the power lies. The power lies in its simplicity. Um, I think that mind mapping is something that, you know, it, it works just like the brain does. And, and that is why it's so powerful because you're not doing, you're not particularly doing anything extra. You're just thinking and it's just letting you capture all of your thought and putting that on paper in such a vibrant, exciting way that keeps your mind and, and brain motivated um, and, and keeps, keeps you remembering exactly what it is that you're, you're trying to achieve. And so how long ago was it that you first uh, were introduced to them? Not very long ago, actually. You know, um, early this year, um, and I must say at first when, you know, he told me about it and, you know, um, I didn't think that much about it, but then we used it together for a project that we were just starting, and we were just using it to understand um, the direction that we wanted the project to take, and what are the different things we could do with it, who's involved, who, what are the different processes, what does it impact, um, and and it, it just evolved right in front of me um, from just a thought to completely mapping out the end-to-end um, idea behind the project. Um, I thought that was powerful, and I was just mesmerized by it. Wow, powerful words there. Now, do you use um, the hand-drawn variety, or do you use the software? I, I actually uh, love to... Um, 
use the PowerPoint just because it gives me the flexibility to to play around with it. Well, that's what I, I first started with. But then um, I downloaded one of the softwares called Free, FreeMind. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so I use, you know, I, I think the nice thing about using, so I started off with PowerPoint until I got comfortable with the idea of mind mapping, but it's actually, I think it's best to use a software because it, it takes your, you know, it, it, it's, it gives you a free room to just do the thinking without without playing around with, you know, lines and, and, and boxes, and you know, so I love to use FreeMind because then I could just concentrate on actually putting the idea down on paper. And I suppose the wonderful thing about FreeMind is that it's free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, excellent. So, um, what was the first thing that you used it for yourself? Um, funny enough, uh, the first thing was actually my novel <laughs> um, for myself. Um, you know, I was just sitting on the train one day, and I, you know, I was, you know, I, I was, and it was just earlier this year. I was just thinking, where do I start? You know, I have this story in my head, but you know, I need to build it up to an actual novel. I need to understand what direction I wanted the novel to take. Um, and um, I was just sitting down thinking about it. So what I did, it was I just brought out a pen and a paper from my bag um, and I just started mind mapping it. And, and I think that's the lovely thing about mind mapping, you know, because you don't even have to have your computer to do it. You can just do it with whatever is, is right next to you. Um, and I just started mapping it all out. And before I knew it, I, I mean, to be honest, Michael, if I hadn't done that, that whole idea of writing a novel would, would have just been still that, just an idea and a dream, you know, but actually putting it down on paper made it real for me and gave me the power to actually start doing something about it. So you're saying that by using mind mapping, it made the dream that you had of writing a novel more accessible because you were able to encapsulate what you wanted to do and it gave you the direction and the motivation to do it. Would that be true? Absolutely, absolutely. Right now, I'm on page 236 of my novel, and wow. chapter, uh, you know, 17 or something. So, um, you know, it, this is the the most I've ever written, and you know, it's my goal to to hopefully finish it by the end of the year. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be where I am with respect to writing my novel without my my pain. It's it's interesting. The um, I was speaking to someone the other day who is going through a challenge where the challenge is to write 50,000 words in a month. And he was saying that in the past he's n always sort of struggled and only got so far, but he used mind mapping to brainstorm what he wanted to say. And normally he would sort of, it would, it would sort of take about 50 minutes to have to stop writing, but he said he blasted through 50 minutes and just kept going and kept going and yeah, kept going. That, no, that is so true. I can, I can totally relate to that. Um, because, you know, I mean, brainstorming, you know, for me, even at work, brainstorming is like the number one exercise you want to go through when you've when you've got a challenge in front of you or a new project and you're wondering how to tackle it. Um, you know, the, 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 why it becomes a challenge when it's a personal, cha a personal um, project or something you personally want to do is that you don't have a team of people around you to brainstorm with. And so you just leave the idea in your head and it just keeps swimming around in your head and you don't do anything about it because you're too busy doing other things. Mind mapping enables you to brainstorm just as an individual or as a group. So, you know, it's just like 
like the person you said, you know, you want to write an essay, you know, just like me, I want to write a novel. It's not, you know, it's something I can talk about with my husband. Um, but, you know, he's not going to sit down and brainstorm the whole novel and, and characters and what the storyline is going to be with me. You know, it's something I have to do on my own. And, um, it, you know, honestly, mind, mind mapping did it for me. You know, I was able to sit down and do that whole brainstorming exercise that enabled me to kick it off. And do you keep creating new mind maps um, for the different aspects of the novel, or have you just got one that you're just expanding now into the book? So I, I, yeah, I've got one big one, but um, you know, it branches off to little ones. So um, you know, I've got it's almost like I've I've got my storyline, and um, it's divided into different huge events. Events. So um, I kind of understand from one mind map where what you know where my story started and where I wanted to end, um, but. But then I, I take little chunks of that and, and, and make them into mini maps as well. So it's all coming from that big one, but it's all like little stories and so little mind maps that, that come into one, one big one. Now, it's really interesting here you describe it in, in this way and the, the language you're using to sort of describe this fantastic creative tool. Now, you're technical, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you, you are a process person, yeah? Yes. And you do sort of project management technical things. Now, here's the question I have for you is uh, many people will see mind maps and say, well, that's far too creative for me. How do you as a technical, I would suppose, uh, maybe a dominant left brain person, if you're processing and that's where your strengths are, how do you, um, how do you explain the fact that you're, where your natural strengths are in your profession, your thinking, and yet you're, you're on the other side of the fence as well with mind maps? How do you, how do you explain that? Do you know what? Because I think mind mapping is something you can use for literally anything. I mean, another thing I used it for as well was just planning my daughter's sixth birthday party. Um, you know, so it was just kind of, okay, I need to plan a party. That is like my goal. What do I need to do? You know, I need to invite guests. I need to write the cars. I need to get a venue. I need to get an entertainer. What sort of entertainer? Um, you know, it's something you can, I think it's a tool that you can use no matter whatever it is you want to achieve. You don't have to be technical minded. I've used it for the least technical things ever, you know, and it's, it's just for me a way of thinking and a way of bringing those thoughts down on paper. It's almost like a checklist. I mean, you know, if you want to go shopping, you need a checklist. If you want to think about what you're going to do with, a re you know, with, with your day, what do you need to achieve in a day? You do a checklist. But now my mapping is more interesting than just a, a checklist. You know, it's, it's not just black ink on white paper. Uh, mm. it, it's, it's, it's so creative that it gets you thinking creatively as well and helps you remember even better what it is you're supposed to do. I mean, I think someone actually commented in my blog um, on, on the thing I wrote about my mapping, the post I wrote about my mapping and said he uses it to plan going out for a beer with his friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be used for everything. Brilliant. <laughs> So, um, and it's really interesting hearing a, a technical person, um, and, and I myself am technical, and I think what happened for me is I read the book about mind mapping first, that's how I discovered it, and I bought into the logic of why it worked, and then pushed through my natural tendency to want to write lists and draw block diagrams, and let the fence, and now I've embraced mind mapping fully, that I'm able to bring both sides of, of, of that to my thinking. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, yeah, it do, you know, sometimes it does help if you're logically minded. So, you know, you kind of um, think, think things through in a logical manner and, and mind mapping is kind of like that. But I think the brain is designed in such a way that it's, 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 it's logical, you know, in, in its natural form and, and it, you know, everyone is kind is is logical in a way. It's just how they're actually communicate that idea out of their heads. Uh, and my mapping enables everyone to be able to kind of do that in, you know, in, in, in almost like a, the same way. Oh, I feel like it's logical. You know, mm. I not relate to it as being logical because they don't think they're logically minded. But um, I suppose it proves that everyone, some one way or the other, is logically minded. Well, absolutely. Uh, so you've, you've explained how you use it creatively for your novel. Um, can you give us an example of how you use it on a more technical type challenge, say at work? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I use it at work. My manager uses it. His manager uses it. So, um, you know, when we have um, a challenge and, and so we have like a, a blank paper, you know, of what to do. It could be it could be anything from, you know, setting, you know, building governance around a process to, you know, just uh, the there's an incident and you're wondering how to solve it and you don't know where to start. You know, it's just, you know, we just get a, a blank whiteboard actually and, and we just start okay this is the main focus and and you know what what relates to it and we start to draw it all out um and before you know it you know we've got um a a, a big um diagram and and everyone you know it's emailed to everyone and we we just kind of start start from there um you know if anything even from you know the other the other day one of the projects actually led towards forming a new team so it was kind of you know we used mind mapping to kind of think of what are the different roles that could be created um you know out of this project we we need new roles what are the skills we are looking for from each role um you know is is this something we can find in-house is it something we have to recruit externally from so really at work i use it for literally everything <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to ask you the question, what do you use it for? But you just answered it in one word. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in terms of, uh, I mean, so, so you, you find it works really well collaboratively with uh, other colleagues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, actually. Um, you know, because, you know, some people have got, uh, well, m my manager's manager has got um, an, an iPad. And and so usually when you know whenever we brainstorm you know it, you know a, a lot of people tend to do that now you know so one one you know sort of I parted the or the other you know and and we just kind of map it all out there and just kind of and share it and, and it's it's almost like you don't even have to take minutes anymore <laughs> during meetings because um, we just map out our ideas and everyone and assign owners to different branches really and all you have to do is share share the mind map after after the meeting and everyone's got you know what was what was discussed at the meeting and and they've got and they've all got their actions um right there on the mind map yeah what do people who generally don't use mind maps themselves um, think of the process when they are exposed to it? I I must say for whatever reason, um, at first 
um, I think when they see the final outcome, it's it's always a bit daunting for them. Um, I'm not sure why, because but I think when they're right there, when it's created from scratch, that they, they start to understand, you know, how um, easy this can be. You know, usually when they see the final outcome, so if you if you work up to someone with a paper, you know, with a mind map on it, and, and say this is what I'm trying to do, and you know, it's a bit it's a bit like, oh my gosh, you know, what is this, and and how do you what is this, you know? Um, but when they're in the room and we start from scratch and build it up, um, they start to understand that that this is actually doable. I can do this. I don't have to be that technical-minded to do it. Um, but I, I, I still think it, it takes um, a couple of tries for them to get used to it. Of course, of course. And how, and how would you say that you, you have benefited from it professionally? I mean, or, or you said personally that you've now got much further with your novel than you could ever imagine beforehand. What would you say are the benefits to you in, in your professional life? Um, I think... I think it's made things really easy for me because um, I, I think my role particularly because I'm positioned in sort of like a consulting role. I have to, I tend to do quite a lot of thinking. I find myself, you know, try, you know, my role requires me to be creative and to find creative solutions to problems. Um, you know, because it's all about, you know, it's mostly about looking at existing processes and thinking outside the box, you know, People have been doing things the same way for so long. Um, what works? What doesn't work? What can we do about what doesn't work? So I, I have to do quite a lot of thinking sometimes in a, in a group, um, but quite a lot on my own. You know, I, I have to start the thinking before I, I get people involved um, and, and, and move things forward. So um, uh, to be honest, my mapping helps me. It, my, it's, it's kind of like my, my work buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I've never heard it called that before. <laughs> I sit down and I open up my free mind and, you know, and I, and I, I get, I just kick, kick, you know, put my feet up and, and start. Now, now, here's a question that will lead to asking about uh, how you might use it with your, with your kids. But um, my mapping has been around now since uh, I think the book was published in the UK in 1974. So uh, nearly 30 years. And it's been around some schools, some universities. Why do you think you, weren't, you, you never encountered it beforehand? That's a very interesting question, Michael. Um, and, I, and I never really, um, I haven't knowingly come across it until very recently um, and and I think it's such a shame because I really think it should be used in schools a lot more shouldn't it because mm. um, you know it's it's my mapping is some is, is a tool that even children would understand because of all the colors and and because it's so creative um, I have no idea why I haven't come across it before but I, I think it's definitely something that needs to change and how, if you haven't already done this, how are you going to introduce it to um, your two princesses and your Spider-Man? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Again, Michael, um, you know, what I'm trying, and, and th this is what I'm trying to do, not just with my two princesses and Spider-Man, but, you know, with everyone ar around me, um, you know, which is why it was actually the very first post I put in my blog. Um, you know, I think it's something everyone should use. And with respect to my kids, my, my daughter is always coloring and always drawing. So um, it's actually a, a great way to, to get them to start 
thinking creatively about anything they want to achieve, really. Um, you know, and I think because I was just usually every Saturday morning, um, I get them to sit down. At, well, my six year old and, you know, she does some writing. I get my my Spider-Man to to do some drawing and some coloring. And I, I kind of think that would be a good time for them to just think creatively about anything they want to do or achieve or, um, you know, say whether they want to talk about a friend or, you know, mind mapping could be a way for them to, first of all, think about what they want to write before they actually do the writing. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. Now, uh, I suppose the um, uh, as we come towards the end of our conversation, uh, the, probably my last question to you would be, if there was someone out there who was technically minded like yourself and uh, they think it's that my mapping is too it's too creative it's too it's too arty I can never do that and I'll never benefit what would you say to them <laughs> I would say try it before you knock it <laughs> um, you know because to be honest, I think it's just because of the colors that people might see that, but it just works exactly like your brain does. It, you know, it sometimes it reminds me of the fishbone diagram. I don't know if you've heard it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's a lean tool, and you know, it's just a diagram you use to map out your thoughts about how you think you you can address a problem or a challenge. Um, and my mapping works exactly the same way. Um, it's just a little bit more creative and a little bit, a little bit more friendly. Um, and, you know, I kind of feel like people can adapt it to whatever it is that, that they're more comfortable with. Um, you know, it's best to, to use it the way it was made to be used because you can get the most out of it because, it, you know, it's so creative and colorful that your brain starts to work in that way as well. Um, but, you know, if people want to use less colors, less images, you know, it, it, it can still achieve quite a lot. It, almost everything still using mind mapping. Fantastic. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, that is fabulous. Uh, Chimaka, tell us uh, where we can find your blog again and what it's about. Oh, yeah. So my blog is um, consultantmama.com. So consultant is in almost like a business consultant. And uh, mama as in mother, but, you know, a funky way of saying mother. Um, so consultantmama.com. And it's, it's a blog where I'm kind of using to you know, be inspirational to people about how to improve your daily life by applying um, tools and, and techniques that, that we use in the work environment, um, in optimizing those tools in the work environment and applying them at home to be the best they can be, to be the best me. Um, Jim, you've certainly been an inspiration uh, uh, with this conversation. I've thoroughly enjoyed it and thank you very much indeed for your time and I do hope we get to talk again. Yeah, thank you so much, Michael. Thanks for the opportunity. Really enjoyed it myself as well. That's great. Now, I really enjoyed talking to Chiamaka about the way that she uses mind mapping. And I think the most powerful thing for me was her recognition that mind mapping is a pervasive thinking tool. You can use it for being creative just as well as you can use it for the more technically oriented thought processes. As Chiamaka showed, she uses it in her profession as a technical project manager, working on technical projects to solve problems, to be more creative in her work, and then alongside her career, she also uses it to tap into her creativity whilst she is writing her novel. Now, for a long time, the novel was just a wish or a pipe dream, but by using mind mapping, she was able to map out the structure of her novel, 
gather her ideas about the plot and the characters, and then use the technique to expand on the various chapters. And based on the conversation we had, I think she's on about chapter 17 right now. So it's a very powerful creative tool, as well as being just as effective for more logical thought processes. Now, I like to say this about how and when to use mind mapping. Every time you organise your thoughts on paper, then a mind map will help you tap into more of your brain's potential and you will get much more out of your thinking by using it. So it's not just about one side of the brain or the other, being more creative or being more logical. It's about blending all aspects of your thinking. So I'm sure it comes as no surprise to you that my recommendation is for you to try mind mapping. You can do it by hand or you can get the software that Chiamaka is using by either doing a quick search on Google for FreeMind or pop over to the show site at www.mindmappingshow.com and you'll find some information on where to find and how to use FreeMind. So that's it for this week's episode and I look forward to sharing more tips, tricks and techniques in the next edition of the Mind Mapping Show. Thanks for listening to the Mind Mapping Show with Michael Tipper. If you like what you just heard, we hope you will pass on our web address, mindmappingshow.com, where you will find archives of previous podcasts, as well as other mind mapping tips, tricks, and techniques, advanced guidance, and downloadable resources. This has been a Virtus Limited production. Join us next time for the next issue of the Mind Mapping Show with Michael Tipper, and be sure to tell your friends.